Cosmos. Dude. Cosmos. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Are you kidding me? I it's, swear. It's the best burger. It's the best burger. By far in North Arkansas. It's unreal. I'm, you're talking juicy patty, pickled onions, feta cheese. Feta cheese. Oh. I mean, crispy toast. The meat. They, they the have meat one burger, and that's lamb. what you get. It's like yes. they're yeah. not you just get three burgers. The, the, on the burger. Yeah. The burger. It might be lamb meat. It might be, and it is. But it's phenomenal. Yeah. Really? It won Cooked to like a medium well. Wow. I mean, oh, I'm just watching goodness. Brandon sweat over <laughs> Dude, I am. I'm <laughs> are you just thinking about that burger? Your noises are coming out, yeah. Are you okay? We're about to have lunch over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Northwest Arkansas Investing Podcast, your source for all things investing, wisdom, and knowledge in Northwest Arkansas. Can we have a five-minute hate for the weather here? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we need more than five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> this is for the birds. I've never... <laughs> for the birds, man. For the like, birds. Snow's, snow's its own thing, but, like, ice, like, it's not even fun, you know? Can't do anything, man. I played probably Scrabble. <laughs> uh, playing Scrabble once is playing Scrabble one too many times. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a heck of a pick for, for board game night. My, my wife loves Scrabble and any brain teaser game. Is she a words with friends girl? Uh, she was. They were all back when it was. She's know. like a big, she loves Tetris. She loves Scrabble. She loves uh, brain games. What's that card game that uh, you play on your computer and it like solitaire. Has like solitaire. I'm oh, like, yeah. That's the most boring. Stuff. She plays like. <laughs> tactical solitaire like yes. with a deck of cards Man. <laughs> we, that's amazing we were deep in the bag the other night on a puzzle i don't know when the last time y'all did a puzzle <laughs> but a little 300 piece puzzle of light my gosh some light work <laughs> yeah. on an icy night what's your what's the this is probably just a dumb question but like what's the go-to airplane like time passer because i'm a big sudoku guy and that's what this reminded me of sudoku books yeah um, I'm, you, I'm either I can't sleep on planes though. Yeah, I'm either book or, or WSOP. Yeah, World Series of Poker. That's a great app. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a great solid. App. Yeah, I go to uh, if if you if you get like business class, sometimes they'll you can got like the games on your screen. Uh huh. And I like the what's the thing where you like slide it and you it's like plus two twenty forty third yeah twenty forty eight yeah. Oh, I, just, yeah. I don't know how to how to do it, but sometimes I'll get really far by just like going like, that, <laughs> like swiping left and right a bunch, and it pains me for hours. <laughs> love it, I love it. I don't really have any games. I don't know. What do you do on a plane? You just stare off into the. No, I am out. I can oh, fall asleep. Sleep? I can fall asleep Josh. in a minute. Josh just you're like thinks about investing, looking out the window. <laughs> yeah. the whole time. He's like rain manning deals, rain manning <laughs> deals, flying around. I will say we're all out. doing a very good job today of getting our mics close to our face. Hey, I'm I'm, I'm swallowing yes. this. Yeah, yeah. We're pub- public them. public apology for the audio. Last episode, we're new, and also it was. I, I don't know why, but that 6 a.m. last week felt way worse than this 6 a.m. Mm. I was tired. I was a little sleepy last I week. I was dead last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I woke up five minutes before I came here. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure it feels any better this week. He's got home field advantage down here. <laughs> oh, man. So our first little episode here is going to be, what do you guys want? Do you want... um House hacking for rookies, or do you want to talk about why investors suck? 
Um, I want to start with house hacking, okay. but I do want to know what prompted you to text us at 11 o'clock at night asking if we could talk about why people suck at investing. Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't due to a client. <laughs> Disclaimer. Although, like it, it's a daily occurrence for me. I'm like, why do people suck at investing? I think it was we had a few topics lined up and I was like, those are like solid topics. But I was like, let's like get something that would like maybe ruffle some people's feathers or um, something that would perk people's ears up a little bit. Okay. And people do suck at investing. Like it's just, yeah. it's a, it's a tough thing to do. So I'm excited to talk about that. I was, I was actually laying in bed and I, all I do when I lay in bed is I think about the, my personal investing in like this podcast. And so I was like, what's like a topic that might be a little hotter, a little steamier. And that's what came to mind. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Do you get, do you, does everybody have their list of names? We're going to call people out. For <laughs> yeah. Name drop. Oh, I got about 50 people on my <laughs> draft list. Just ready to roll. <laughs> no, I'm ready to roll. All right. So we're going to get into house hacking here. Um, house hacking for rookies. This is the, uh, I guess this is going to be episode four yep. here. So Northwest Arkansas Investors, episode four, house hacking for rookies. We all really, this is our first like meditated podcast. We thought about it a little bit before last couple, we just came in and started talking. But this one, we have some ideas coming into it of what we're going to do. We're going to keep refining the process. It's going to keep getting better. So keep tuning in. So... Let's just go. Let's just go around here. <clears throat> so, I'll I'll start here. Just kind of a baseline knowledge for house hacking. If you don't understand what if you don't understand what house hacking is, it is basically the easiest and simplest form of investing. You move in to a place as your primary resident for a low down payment, and then after a period of time. I like doing a year in there and moving out as quickly as possible. While you're in there, you can fix up the place if it needs work, or you can just move out and then rent it out. I think the official house hack term is for like multifamily. Like if you're going to move into multifamily, that is really where the term came from. And the house hacking part comes from you move into one unit and you have your other units pay for your mortgage and then you move out and get someone to rent out your unit so hopefully that makes sense that's when investors use that term that's what they're talking about is moving into something as your primary resident yeah i uh it didn't really dawn on me until now though but like i guess a good way this is how i started and i think single people should take advantage of it but like house hacking by the room so like when I think house hacking, I think buying a duplex using an FHA loan, which we'll talk about in a second, but buying a duplex, renting out one side, living in the other. But I guess you can kind of dumb it down into like buying a house, living in one room and renting the other rooms mm-hmm. and having those roommates pay the mortgage. Exactly. Um, is the hack, yeah. you could say. That's, that's how I started my house yeah. hacking journey and got my first house. And so I think, I think there's a lot to unpack there, but the the biggest, I mean, one of the coolest things with house hacking is you can get so creative with it. I mean, it, it can be a single family home, it can be a duplex and you can go all the way up to, to four units and still be able to qualify for that FHA loan. And so, um, 
Zach, you talked about a, a low down payment there and mm-hmm. what that would look like, why that's beneficial. What what kind of low down payment can can some buyers kind of look for when they're thinking about house, house hacking? Yeah. So a little side note here uh, for on the lines of down payment and some local news. Well, really national news would be uh, interest rates are dropping a little bit right now. If you're thinking about a primary resident, as far as investors go, they're, they're kind of going after the investor. It's becoming, they're making uh, it harder for investors to buy right now and easier for primary uh, people to buy primary homes to buy. So this is a great episode for house hacking. It's a, it's a, it's actually a decent time with rates right now. I saw a 4.6% FHA loan where you can buy it down to 4.2, 4.3. Um, that was this past Friday actually. And then a 30 year conventional with 5% down for 5.6%. Of course, these are with really good credit scores so but just seeing those numbers excited me and knowing that i could buy down to like mid fives conventional was really exciting so brandon to your point low down payment these are going to be government back loans Uh, that means that these are secondary lenders correct that's the correct term terminology Mm -hmm. Uh, i believe so yeah, these are going to be secondary lenders. Um, and these down payments, usually for conventional, 30 year is going to be 5%. So five, just do 5% of whatever number in the house. And then FHA, it'll be 3.5%. of. So for, for very little money, you can get into these homes. Yeah. And it, it <clears throat> excuse me, the, the down payment is amazing at those rates or at that percentage to be able to get into a home for three and a half percent is wild. Um, but make sure you do keep in mind that also raises the monthly costs mm-hmm. because obviously you have more to pay back. PMI. Um, yeah. And also you have the, what's the private, like, mortgage, private insurance. mortgage insurance. Okay. Which is I just always dumb. Just call it PMI. I know yeah. it's insurance, but yeah, it's basically insurance saying that you're going to pay your mortgage it's insurance on your mortgage <laughs> yeah. that the bank has to have. So. And it, it can drop off after you have reached 20% equity on your home. So your loan to value ratio is 80%. Do you have to, you have to refinance to get rid of it or does it just drop off? It can just drop off, but okay. you have to contact them because they will not contact not you. You could <laughs> <laughs> be at 50% loan to value ratio. Loan to value ratio, since we're talking about rookie stuff, means your loan what your home is valued at, let's say your home is valued at $200,000. Then if your loan is only $150,000, that means you have 25%. Equity. You have 25% equity. Great math. Sorry. I was trying to think here. <laughs> yep. So private school, um, so, you're so, saying, you're saying something about, so what, what are, what are some of the, on the, I think we hit on a little bit, but what are, what are some of the limitations with some of these FHA loans or, or conventional loans when we talk about unit size being one, um, I know we we're specifically talking about investing and stuff like that, but are there any other limitations, I guess, um, beyond that? You have to live in it for at least a year. Yes. I know. Yes. Um, and before you can move out and buy something else. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> at least yeah, a year. At least a year. Don't tell anybody <laughs> otherwise. Um, but yeah, I think they were. They, honestly, I, I think banks were pretty lenient on that. At least a year for the past three years, and I could see them being a little bit anal about it now. Yeah, my my question was like, you know, I I would not break the break that year rule, mm-hmm. but who's gonna 
come to my door and see if I'm living there. Like <laughs> that, that was, a, that's just like an honest question. Like I'm, I'm not, of course I'm not breaking the rules, but I'm like, who's, who's coming to my door and being like, is this, are you, is this, are you here for a year? Yeah. Like yes. what's going on? And, and I know like, I, yeah, the main stipulation I guess would just be the bank's not going to give you any more money until a year yeah. passes. Yeah. So that's, that's the, if you want to call it a downside, if, I don't know. Another downside is you can only do 10 of them. I didn't know that. Didn't know that you either. 10 FHA loans, period? No. Uh, I'm loans. talking about like just house hacks in general. Well, yeah, well, like low down payment house hacks because you can only have 10 government back loans. Uh, if you have 10 properties, though, you're being in a different yeah, situation. Yeah, Hopefully yeah, you yeah. can well, afford. If you have 10 properties, you're probably not house hacking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're done. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if this is correct because I've never done it, but if you can... Uh, if you can afford the, down. <laughs> if you can afford the one and a, extra one and a half percent to go from three and a half to five percent down and go conventional, FHA does have a lot of hoop more hoops you have to hop through to get the loan mm-hmm. because it is government backed. And so, I mean, the five percent loan is going to get sold to the secondary market anyway, so you're still going to have to go through the normal hoops. But there's additional hurdles to go through on an FHA. Yeah, so right. if you can afford the extra one and a half percent do that Absolutely. versus FHA writing. I personally never done an FHA loan. I've just heard about them as magic. I have friends that have done them and they also, um, down payment assistance programs. I've never used one before, but I've done, I've done deals for you, clients. Like yeah. That. yeah. And so, I mean, I, I have a buddy who lives in Oklahoma city who bought a house for, I think he did 10% down, but then he got down payment assistance on it. And so he was in for all like, 10% at least five. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, He's chilling. For the for those of you who don't know, there's a down payment assistance program specifically here in Arkansas that will help you with your down payment. I've had this past year. It's really great for people with good credit scores, but they just don't have the cash and they really want to buy a home. Um, I actually have a client looking right now. Um, we've offered on a few, but basically they will show up to closing with no money because we'll get closing costs covered and three and a half to five percent of our closing costs covered it's a certain loan amount that arkansas gives out per year um and they basically just tack your down payment onto your loan and it's another it's a separate loan it's like a it's on a 10-year schedule instead of a 30-year schedule gotcha. and once it's paid off it's done and basically it helps people buy homes yeah um how do you guys <clears throat> excuse me again how do you guys compare house hacking to like, I don't know, a lot of people like to start out either like wholesaling or flipping. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wrote down flipping, burr or wholesaling and mm-hmm. then add house hacking. Like what makes you, and it may not be your opinion that house hacking is the best one of those four, mm-hmm. but if it is like what, what sticks out to you in your mind with that? That's a great question. Be still, I'll let you answer this first. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, you know, back, back in episode three, I talked a little bit about my house hack and some of the things that I was able to leverage off of there. But one of the things I didn't talk about was, um, number one, you know, I, I lived in there for over a year. I still live in there, but as I was the first year, I was able to rent out the rooms and pay for almost a full mortgage. Um, but beyond that, um, I was able to take, since it was a still technically a primary residence for me. Um, I was able to take the house hack and go get a, a home equity line of credit on it, a HELOC, um, in other, other terms. 
um, and and was able to get a substantial. I mean, a ninety thousand dollar HELOC that's on a on a house hack that I did. So I can take that now and go potentially do more deals down the road. And so I think as we, especially as we get into this time period where, you know, deals may be more available, right? And there might be more opportunity coming up. Um, really, I really just was able to take the house hack and, um, you know, use that to, to get as liquid as possible to give myself an opportunity down the road. And so just su- such an easy way and anybody can do it. I mean, I'm, I'm not special. I'm not. And, and, uh, and it's I just, think you are Brennan. Oh, thank you. Man. I, I think you're special, but I, but I mean, it's just like such an easy way for anybody to get in and you can do it from one unit to four units, whatever suits the the living style that you want to have or, or, uh, kind of what you want to do with it. So, yeah, I love the, I love the house hacking as well. Um, Josh, do you care to comment? Yeah, I think, uh, think best? I forget what he, all the ones he's basically he said, saying uh, house hacking, wholesale flip or burr. Yeah. Which yeah. by I mean, we, burr, burr we is do an episode on each of them. Yeah. yeah. Burr is, is interesting. Um, which is buy, buy renovate, re- rent, yeah. rent, rent, uh, refinance, repeat, repeat. buy, there's a bunch I mean, of R's in buy, there. So many R's. Rehab. Burr. <laughs> buy rehab, rent, no, not renovate. Buy rehab, refinance, rent, rent refinance. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah, so that's R R. Which is, you know, there's a little bit of like it's not house hacking, but it's those two are like really similar. It's yeah. not you're not house hacking, but just just you know. I think I, I think house hacking is the the one, in, unless you're in Brandon's case and got a bunch of equity because he fixed it up super nice. So you did kind of a hybrid. Because the, the advantage of a burr is you pull all your cash out. And I think with a house hack, your goal is not to pull your cash out. It's just to buy a house, mm-hmm. right. you know, just to get a property. I think the, the wholesaling piece, um, you know, I, I the market that we're in in Northwest Arkansas is not conducive for it's wholesaling. Um, I, I've People tried to do it. I, 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 you know, my first deal I ever did was a wholesaling deal in Fort Smith. I was 15, 16 years old and... That's probably a decent got a, market. Got a right? house. Yeah, it's a pretty decent market. I got a house under contract for $14,500. And I a month later, I flipped it to a guy that paid 20000 cash. So Dude. at 16 years old, I made $5,500 and thought, I'm never going to have are, to work again. Did you know? I'll just this is this. All, I'm, I'm done. Did That's, you know what you were doing or you just... Yeah, so I, mean, I have a friend that his dad teaches wholesaling in, in Arlington. They live in Arlington, teaches it across the country. And, uh, and learned through through that. I was like, this is an easy way to get my foot in the door. No money, no experience. I mean, nothing. Uh, and you can make $5,500 in one go. But trying to do that in Fayetteville, not not going to work. Or North Arkansas, not going to happen. More power to you if you can do it. But hats hats off to you, to you listeners. You're educated. It seems like the North Arkansas population is a little more educated on what their stuff's worth. Yeah. So. If, you, if you find a house for $14,000 in North Arkansas, I will... Yeah, I'll give I you all the money out of my bank account. Thousand for it. Yeah, <laughs> you make fifty five hundred bucks right here, guaranteed. I think those are kind of stepping stones. If you, yeah. you know, it's like wholesaling. That could be a way to get you some cash to buy something. If you, you don't technically need any money, you can find the money like we talked about. Um, but if you wanted to have some cash and liquidation, find a market where you can wholesale in. Yeah. Uh, then the next step is flipping. Get a little bit more on the line. Again, you can make a. A little bit of quick cash potentially it's a lot of risk there in flipping but yeah. um and then 
Burr to get you some cash and and own something and house you know it's like feels like a like stepping on itself yeah yeah yeah. So, point. yeah yeah I feel um I, I agree with a lot of those those points I feel for the rookie house hacking is going to be the easiest and simplest way to, to start yeah. invest it just depends on what you're looking for if you're a little more seasons investor you might want to go with a burr if you're if you like the grind you're going to want to fix and flip or or um wholesale and as, as we're saying you know this is a local uh podcast so as far as we see and i'd love y'all i'd love listeners feedback it's, it's tough to wholesale up here it's just really even even like a there, there are opportunities for buying and flipping um but usually numbers are pretty tight for the most part unless you find something pretty off market um so i like the house hacking strategy yeah i think a lot of it would also a good point to bring into that would be um it's based on the time you have to put into it mm-hmm. i mean like if you're working a, a pretty decent like nine to five job that you honestly don't want to give up then house hacking would be the the best way for you to go because you just put money down and you move people in and you forget about it yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah. but i mean everything else really requires your weekends your afternoons i mean like if you have a significant other like it's going to cut into your time with them pretty well like it, sure. it's going to go from a, a an investment to a pretty active second job well yeah. you, so. you talk about investments you know you have your your monetary investment but your time investment is yeah. potentially even even more than your monetary investment and so you really have to think about going into this and hopefully we're spurring thoughts for our listeners um investing journey of what do i want to do what what investing strategy do i want to go into and think about your time and your time invested because that's a huge component the, the people around you are you going to be less of a father because you choose one tap tactic or less of a husband if you choose this tactic what's what's going to work best for you in your life yeah i think i think there's also um a piece to it from a numbers perspective like think about the ability let's just say a two hundred thousand dollar house being able to put three and a half percent down that's seven thousand dollars give or take obviously there's closing costs in there but within three years you can go from having nothing to having $600,000 worth of real estate. Let's just say if it, if they were all Mm -hmm. $200,000, just for $21,000 in in down payments. And then obviously there's closing costs in there and and things like that. But think about just the power of like, you, you can save, you can cut things down in your budget to be able to save that amount and then go out and house hack each year and, and really set yourself up for years to come. Yeah. If if you're thinking about money that I need, if you're thinking as a listener, money I need as a whole going into, let's say a $200,000 home, I would say max probably around $12,000 because estimating about $5,000 for closing costs. Really, I'm seeing we can get those covered by sale by sellers a lot of times right now. Um, so potentially just down payment, but be planning for around ten dollars to $12,000. Of course, finding a $200,000 home here man, that's, it's going to be tough, especially one that you're not going to have to put a bunch of work in. You're probably going to be more around the $250,000 range from what I'm seeing for an entry level here. 